What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Play Games Have Fun. If you're watching this on YouTube, this is the first time. This is a rejuvenated podcast that I've had for some time. If you're listening on anchor.fm slash playgameshavefun or on your podcast app of choice on Android or iOS, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for coming out. Wherever you're listening, make sure you subscribe, leave a review. Uh, but today, we're going to be talking about all things... GoldenEye 007. Um, GoldenEye 007, a, a, I don't know what you call it, a remaster, a remake. I mean, it depends what console you have it on. Anyway, GoldenEye 007, one of the more iconic games from the Nintendo 64 era, was re-released this past Friday on both Xbox, uh, available through Xbox Game Pass, and on the Nintendo Switch, available through the Switch Online Expansion Pass. I've played both. Uh, and we're going to talk about it today because I have a lot of things I want to say about the game, about how it plays, and just about this concept in general. Um, the version that released on the Switch is essentially the a ROM of the Nintendo 64 game. Uh, there was no real effort put into cleaning it up. Uh, it looks exactly the same. Uh, now, they did say you know the Xbox version is remastered. And I use air quotes there to a certain extent. Um, but, I mean, it still looks very, very similar to the original game. They did some cleanup with the faces. Um, the levels look super great. They did some cleanup in the menus. But, overall, this game is exactly what you expected it would be. Um, and that's okay. You know, they, obviously, the controls are a little different. Because with the Nintendo 64, you know, your your stick and trigger were on the middle part of the console uh, on on uh, Xbox it essentially plays like a shooter game you know you have your your uh, right trigger is to shoot your left trigger is to aim and the, it, it, it plays about as good as gold and I played back in the day um, on the switch it's a little clankier uh, again especially if you're playing in in handheld form on the switch it's a it's a it's tough and I don't think that's uncommon of really any first person game on the Nintendo Switch. It is not comfortable to try to play a first person shooter on this console when your trigger is up here and your stick is way down here. Now, for those of you who are not watching the, the video version of this, you know exactly what I mean. When you're playing in handheld, you know, your trigger is way up there and, and it's a bit of a stretch. And I have big hands. So it's still a bit of a stretch. So I think, you know, again, like most first-person shooter games, it just doesn't play as well in handheld mode on the Switch. If you're playing it in docked mode and using a controller, um, you know, it obviously plays a little bit better. But, you know, if, if you had to choose between both of these versions, I think what it really comes down to is the one determining factor, which is the Switch version has online play. So, again, if you're playing the Xbox version... The only multiplayer is local multiplayer. You can play with friends sitting on the couch just like you could back in the Nintendo 64 days. But if you're on the Switch, through the Switch Online, and again, they did a really poor job of explaining it, but it's basically just, it's not a standalone title. It's just included with the Nintendo 64 Switch Online app, which again is only accessible if you have the expansion pass on top of your Switch Online membership. Um... But it has online play, which is pretty cool. 
Um, I, I briefly tried it with with a friend of mine who you know we were big uh, Bond guys back in the, in that time, and it was one of our go to games. Um, and it worked pretty good. There wasn't wasn't any noticeable super lag or anything. Like it, it played okay. Um, so I mean, you know, from a again, the reason why these games are fun and there's a certain amount of hype around them is it's a it's a nostalgic point in time game. You know, it was really one of the first big multiplayer um experiences of of the like, you know, four player split screen multiplayer with customizable uh rules and all these different levels that you could do. I mean, it was a hell of a lot of fun. I played this game as a kid for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours. And you know, when these titles reappear, and I mean, obviously, GoldenEye is not the first. You know, retro re-releases has been a common theme, especially for Nintendo, um, through their various virtual consoles and now through the Switch Online. And, you know, you've seen it with things like Game Pass and, you know, the, the, the new PlayStation Plus um, subscription service where, you know, there is a a market, so to speak, for older nostalgic games and this falls into that category and i think every time one of these comes out the big problem becomes you have all these people who jump on twitter or jump on reddit or jump on whatever dark hole of social media you decide to live your life in and they start saying well this game sucks and this why is this a game in 2023 and 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 you know like do the a serious question for if you listen to this podcast and that sounds like something you would say. I have a serious question for you. What did you expect? What did you expect with them re-releasing a 25 plus year old game? It's not a complete remaster, right? They didn't go build the thing from the ground up. They're, they're, it's a little bit of a tweak. It's essentially a re-release with, with a couple of bells and whistles put onto it. What did you really expect from this? The point of these games is for people to get that nostalgic feeling for a week, two weeks, however long they decide to play the game, and then they move on. It's not designed, you know, you're going to play the campaign, you're going to play some multiplayer if, if you have that as an option, whether it be local or online, and then you're going to be done with it. And that's okay. We have this insatiable need for everything to be perfect. And it's so super easy just to go out and crap on games. I mean, you see it every single day. You know, all of the games that I play um regularly in 2022 slash early 2023 mlb the show uh, call of duty modern warfare 2 pga 2k 23 madden 23 they all have a very large component of them their communities that just crap on the game constantly that's all they do Crap on the game, crap on the game, crap on the game. That that literally their only existence in those communities is to crap on the game. And it's, you know, we've gone down this rabbit hole before of social media and how easy it is for people to be negative and to 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 spread negativity and hatred and condescending comments. I mean, it's super easy. 
But honestly, you know, when when something like this comes out, and again, you know, easy for me to say because GoldenEye is a major game, you know, in my history and my persona, and it means a lot to me as a title. But like, I don't have unrealistic expectations. I might not play this game beyond next week. And that's fine. On my Game Pass subscription, it costs me nothing. On my Nintendo Switch Online subscription, it costs me nothing. I will enjoy it for the week or two that I will enjoy it, and then I will move on with my life to something else. And that's okay. You know, I, I think there, there's... And again, I don't want to say it's the younger gamers, because that's not fair, because there's plenty of people my age who have the same wrong opinion. I think it's one of those things where when these things happen, they're done for a reason and people fail to see or agree with what that reason is. Everybody wants a AAA game that blows them away with 50 to 60 hours of content and a bunch of DLC that they're going to complain is too expensive. And everybody wants that out of every single game. That's just not realistic. That's not the world that we live in. I am a firm believer that people would be happier and more content with gaming if they just realized what they actually want and then go out and find what it is they want. Hey, you want to be a, a you like diving into strategy or simulation based games? Hey man, I've got a, a list 50 long for you. You want sports or non-sports? I give you OOTP. I give you Farming Simulator. I give you Two Point Hospital, Two Point Campus. Um, like that, and that's just to name a few off the top of my head. You like survival games. Hey, I would strongly recommend, if you have Game Pass, go download The Long Dark and play that. It's freaking phenomenal. Um, you like sports games. Well, there's a million sports games to play. Are any of them perfect? No. But can you have a lot of fun with them? Listen, for all of the issues that Madden has had this year, I'm still playing it every other day in a franchise that I have and I'm still enjoying it, all its faults and everything because I go into it knowing it's not going to be perfect and I think that's sort of, you know, when you look at GoldenEye as a great example, it wasn't a perfect game when it came out I've seen a lot of people saying it wasn't even the best first person shooter on Nintendo 64 and there's an argument to be made there and everyone goes to Perfect Dark and I say, listen Perfect Dark had to be a better game. Why? Because it came out two and a half years later. If it came out two and a half years later in that era and wasn't a better game, then what the hell was the point, right? That doesn't decrease my enjoyment of GoldenEye. You know, the music is still there. The gameplay is still there. The quirks of it are still there. Um, going through the, the, the facility for the first time and running into 006 and finding Dr. Doak and, you know, like it, it, it's, it's all there. It's, it's recreated perfectly to what it was then. I just wish more people would enjoy more games for what they actually are. This particular instance, you know, their idea was, hey, let's bring back some nostalgia for people to play. And, you know, you saw the hype that came out of it when they announced it. And, you know, the, the people asking, where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it? Now we have it. And, I, I, you know, and again, I think it did exactly what it needed to do. It's, it's a 
one-to-one representation of what GoldenEye was originally. Um, again, all of the music is still there. The characters are still there. Even like when, when I went to download it on Game Pass and you see the, 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 the thumbnail, as I call them, the icons for the game, and it's the original title, you know, with, with Pierce Brosnan front and center. Um, it's fantastic. And I think that's, you know, that's exactly what they were trying to do here. And, and, and if you have not given it a try yet, do not let the naysayers get you down. I'm not telling you you should go into it. And I'm not telling you you should go into it and try to, you know, expecting a, a AAA 2023 game experience. That, was, that you're, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. If you would like to relive what GoldenEye 007 was back in 1997 when it first came out in a modern day uh, setting on a modern day console, then this is what you this is for you. Go pick it up, give it a try, um, because it's a lot of fun. And if you're a friend of mine on the Switch, holler at me, and we'll get some multiplayer going, uh, and we'll play Rockets in the Stack, um, and I will kick your behind. Um, I have to monitor for those of you who are normally, uh, listening to the, the audio version of this podcast. Now that it's going on YouTube, I'm going to have to curb the language a little bit because I can't have the profanity filters, uh, removing the at no monetization I already have on these videos. Um, so we have to, we have to watch ourselves a little bit. Um, so anyway, uh, what do you think of the GoldenEye 007 remake? Uh, re-release, remaster. It's neither of those things. It's just a release. It's GoldenEye 007 for the Xbox and the Nintendo Switch. What do you think? Have you played it? Um, what other games from that era, beyond Perfect Dark, because I know everyone's going to say Perfect Dark. We want Perfect Dark. But what other N64 games? I think N64 has has been sort of an untapped thing for Nintendo. What other um, N64 games would you like to see uh, re-released? Uh, I know I spent a, I spent a lot of time with Pokemon Stadium. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, obviously, now that GoldenEye is here, you know, Perfect Dark I think is another one. But what other N64 games would you like to see re-released? Uh, let me know in the comments down below if you're watching on YouTube or if you would like to interact with me on various places on social media, twitter.com slash snagglej. Yeah, you can go uh, over there, and it's got links to the Discord as well that you can jump in and have a chat. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening to and or watching today's episode of Play Games Have Fun. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you tell a friend. Uh, and I will be back soon. Uh, so it has been me, your main man, Snaggle J. And until next time, peace.